Welcome back to Feeling Inspired. My name is Mahesh and I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about love, 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 love. And love in several different areas. We're going to get into it. It's a very, very important topic. It's a very misunderstood topic. It's a very complex topic. You, you, you know, love. L-O-V-E. One of the areas that I think many of us are working on and working through and struggling with, romantic love, that's a fact, right? Even if you have a partner, feeling loved by them and not abandoned by them on a regular basis takes a lot of fo focus and work and energy, right? Love. It, you know, that's part of the reason why a lot of people, they, they don't have an issue with saying that they love animals better than people. They love their pet more than anybody in the world. And it's because the love is easy, you know, with a pet, especially a dog. Not all dogs, but especially when you have that special bond with your pet. You know, for me, it's cats because I have my two little cats and I do love them. It's so easy, right? They, when I wake up in the morning, they're, meow, meow. they're so happy to see me, you know, and they come and they sit down and I pet them. And, you know, especially one of them, she was very uh, traumatized and, and, and scared um, for, for the first couple of years that we had her because she was a rescue. And now when she comes up to you with that little love, she headbutts, when she comes up to you with that loving headbutt, it is it makes you feel so special, right? And so that's a form of love, absolutely. That's why I think it's great for people to have pets in general, uh, if you can take care of them well. If you're not in a good mental space and you can't take care of them, I don't think you should have a pet at all. But if you're in a good space and you can take care of your pet, I think having a pet can be like opening up the heart, right? But romantic love, on the other hand, can be a little tricky for a lot of people. And also... What about love in the family, right? Loving your family, feeling loved by your family. That can also be a very, very tricky area for a lot of people, right? What about feeling love for and from the universe, right? God. Feeling like, you know, you see people holding a sign, Jesus loves you. Okay. Do you feel that, right? Even the person holding the sign, do they actually feel that love for real on a regular basis? Actually, every day, all the time. Do you feel it? One of the things that goes hand in hand with love, I would say, that I've been learning a lot more about is abandonment, right? And so I've heard so many people, so many people say, and I'm sure you can relate, I don't want to live with my heart on my sleeve because that's going to leave me hurt. I could get hurt. I could get my heart broken, right? Because I just offered up my love and it was so vulnerable and then the person just left and now my heart is broken. Or, you know, if you don't expect anything, you'll never be disappointed. Oh yeah, sounds good. Just live your life not expecting anything, not loving, and that's the way you're going to be happy. <laughs> you know, honestly, some of these things, they're so out there, right? But we just kind of take them, we just take them and run with them because they sound good. 
it's it's ridiculous, right? Oh, oh, I'm not gonna put my heart out there because it could get broken, right? Okay, so what, right? Okay, fine, right? How are you gonna be in love if you're not gonna put your heart out there, right? How are you going to find that feeling, that love? How are you going to really care for someone if you have no expectations for them? For if you if you're in love with somebody and you're with them and you live your life with no expectations for them to love you or be there for you in any way, how are you really connected, right? There's no, I'm not talking about being codependent. I'm just talking about trusting another person, trusting another person. That's the work. That's the work for many of us. So why is it so hard to trust in relationships? Well, let's, Let's unpack that a little bit. There's a lot going on with trust and relationships. And however, when it comes to like love in particular, I think the fear of abandonment is high up there on the list. Maybe number one. And I used to think back in the day, I used to think that abandonment was something that only certain people experienced, right? So people, if your parents didn't love you or if your parents, you know, whatever, left you and and they just kind of couldn't take care of you, those are the people with abandonment issues. Everybody else is basically chilling, right? Wrong, not true at all. Actually, most of us, if not all of us, deal with abandonment issues and it's like more like on a spectrum. It's not, do you have abandonment issues or not? It's like, where are you on a scale of one to 10? One being you do have abandonment issues, but they're not terribly bad. 10 being you do have abandonment issues and they are terribly bad. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You co- you have them regardless, right? And let me just give you an example of what a baby might experience. Especially if a baby is like very young breastfeeding or something like that, right? And the baby is closely attached to their caregiver, right? Let's say the mother in this case. Closely attached to the mother, breastfeeding, right? But the mom has to use the bathroom sometimes. The mom has to go to work sometimes. The mom has to do all of these normal things, literally, that we all have to do as human beings on this planet. However, let's just put yourself in the mind of a baby, right? You don't know what a job is, right? You're like six months old, okay? You don't, you just barely open your eyes. You have problems with gas, okay? Gas can destroy your whole day, (laughs) okay? Okay, you can get a little bit gassy right? You throw up on a regular basis. You have no real control over using the bathroom. So you just use the bathroom whenever. And when you use the bathroom, you use it on yourself. Okay. You don't go to the bathroom, pull down your pants and you use the bathroom on yourself. That's your reality. If you're a six month old baby, that's your reality, right? You don't know anything about a job. You can't speak. You can't speak at all. You might not be able to understand much that people are saying. And the person that you're closely attached to, that you depend on for food, 
life. You're literally drinking milk from the person that their body created and that you just came out of that person's body. That person is about to bounce for like three hours, right? <laughs> they're about to bounce. You know, you don't know where they're at. You don't know why they're not there. You're feeling a little hungry. You, you know, the milk's not sitting well with you. Have a little gas going on. You, you, you know, you're in pain and you just use the bathroom on yourself. Okay. <laughs> you're feeling abandoned, right? On a whole nother level, right? You're feeling a deep, deep, deep sense of abandonment that words can't even describe. I mean, honestly, I don't even think you could really do it justice by, I'm just trying to paint the picture if you were a six month old baby, right? So, and this is under normal conditions, right? This is under a condition of having the most caring and focused mother who's just 100% there with you and loves you to death, right? I'm not even talking about if you have a parent that's struggling financially, maybe with substance abuse, maybe they have different trauma that's not allowing them to be present with you. Maybe they just are feeling like regret or maybe you were born under circumstances that was not the most pleasant or planned for. You know, I'm talking about the perfect conditions, right? I'm talking about people came together. They were deeply in love for five to 10 years and they're, they're, they're committed to each other and they plan this out and they have the financial. Mom's got to use the bathroom, okay? And she has to take a shower and use the bathroom. That's about an hour, let's just say. And you're sitting there like, oh my God, it feels like an eternity I don't have the one person that I really know and can trust in this world who I love with all my heart. She just bounced, right? And I'm sitting here gassy, having issues in life. So abandonment, that's abandonment 101. That's abandonment issues 101. For many of us, it gets much worse than that. Unfortunately, I know that sounds pretty bad, but for many of us, it gets much worse than mom using the bathroom. We go through a lot of stuff, right? Your favorite uncle dies or disappears. Your dad wasn't present in your life. Your mom, you go, get older and you realize, oh, she's got her own thing going on, right? Your girlfriend breaks up with you. You know, your partner breaks up with you. Um, your, the car that you trusted to get you to and from breaks down and you can't afford to fix it and you got to sell it for next to nothing, right? All of these seemingly small things, uh, well, actually those, <laughs> the car is a seemingly small thing. Everything else is a big thing, right? But like all of these things, they add up and they can create what we call in summary, abandonment issues, Right? Trust issues. And you might be thinking, well, what does that have to do with love, Mahesh? What does trust issues and abandonment issues have to do with love? Why can't love just be this unfolding, angelic presence that just comes into our life and just agape love? Oh, we love each other. Oh, my God, I love the universe. Oh, I love everybody around me. I love myself to death. I love everything. Why can't love just be like that? What does abandonment issues have to do with love? It has everything to do with love. Trust, safety, security, 
connection. These are all things that are hard to create and to build and that take time if you have a lot of issues with trust and abandonment in your life. And if those issues are still unresolved and you haven't made peace with them, the odds are they're running your life. And odds are on top of that, they're running your love life in particular. Okay, love life, especially for those of us that are operating within a monogamous framework. One, there's one person who's going to satisfy our love, romantic love. One person, one tiny little person is going to come in and we are going to attach to that person. And that's going to be our love object of our affection. Romantically, time, friendship, connection, that person is going to become a big part of our lives. Love, romantic love. We bring that person in. Mm, I found the right person. Guess what? That person has to go to work. They're at work where maybe it's our day off and we wanted to hang out with them. We were looking forward to it. We didn't know they had to go to work on that day. It's a weekend, Saturday. And then they say, oh, I forgot to tell you, I have to go to work all day from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. I have to go to work all day today, all day. Okay, so they're at work. You're at home by yourself. And the here creeps up those familiar feelings. They don't really love me. If they loved me, they would have told me they had work on the weekend. I could have made another plan. I just wanted to spend the time with this person. They're gone. They left me. They don't love me. And you know what? I don't love them either. You know what? They've never really been that good. This isn't the right person. I'm going to find somebody else or I'm going to violate the trust of this person. They violated my trust. I'm going to violate their trust. You know, because they did this to me, I need revenge. I got to get back at them. They're so inconsiderate. They don't think about me. They don't love me. Okay, so hey, if it happens over and over and over again and the person actually isn't communicating and, and doesn't really have you as a priority in your life, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. However, if the person is pretty much in love with you and they've been by your side for two or three years and then they forgot to tell you that they had work on that day, it's probably those abandonment issues creeping up, those trust issues creeping in and they're just shadow, they're like, uh, the, you know, rose colored glasses, except the other way around, right? They're tinting your view. They're changing your viewpoint on what's going down, right? And so love, it's a complicated, complex, layered situation and circumstance. It's an emotion. It's a feeling. First of all, feeling loved. That's one thing. We'll get to that later. Feeling love for another person. Feeling love for yourself. Because if you're in a relationship with one other person, you have you too. You have you loving yourself. Them loving themselves. Them loving you. You loving them. 
you feeling the love from them, them feeling the love from you. All of these different factors, if one of those are off, right? If you're not feeling love for you, but you're feeling love for them and you're not feeling love from them, whoa, that sounds hard, right? If you are feeling love for you, but not feeling love for them, and you are feeling love from them, but you're not feeling love for them, woo-wee, that's hard, right? That's like, you don't love that person. You're with them, but you don't love them. You see? They love you, but you don't love them. So any one of those, right? Or you just don't love yourself. So you're you're depending on them, their love to supplement the fact that you're not loving yourself. Damn, that's hard, right? And so love, love, abandonment, trust, loving each other. How do we heal this? How do we get this rolling, right? There's no right answer. But part of the answer is if we can recognize that, you know, man, I didn't get the love I really needed as a child and and, and not try to fix it. I, I didn't get it. Man, that's rough. Now we can start the healing process. I can't tell you how many people come into therapy talking about I had a perfect family. Everything was all good. You know, we had money. We took family vacations. Um, I have, my dad was around. My mom was around. Everything was great. I had a wonderful childhood. And then if, if you're a therapist and you hear that, you know, for a fact, they didn't have a wonderful childhood because the person who really did have a wonderful childhood, they can see the good and the bad, right? They come in and they say, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm not going to say things were perfect, but Oh man, my dad used to come every single Sunday and he used to come and we used to hang out. And I remember just hanging out and playing with him. He wasn't perfect. You know, I wish he would have kind of showed up to a few more basketball games, but you know, he was there and I love him and I feel so lucky. That's more real, right? Oh, I had a perfect childhood. We went on vacations. We had money. You, you, You know, my parents worked hard. You hear that, you already know. There's a lot more what we call integration work necessary to happen there. And I think if you can just take this, if you can take this little piece with you, we all have abandonment issues. We all have trust issues. It's a part of being a human being. It's a part of being human. It's not, do you have it or do you not have it? Where are you on the spectrum? That gives you the freedom to be able to do the healing work necessary. If you know you're at number one, which is where I lived for a very long time, where you don't trust nobody at all, not even yourself. If you're living in that space, you're going to need to do some pretty significant healing work to get out of that space, right? You're going to need to do pretty significant healing work, mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, trauma is also kept in the body. If you're at a number one, you're going to need to do deep, deep work, transformational work. If you know you basically trust people pretty well and you don't have as many abandonment issues, abandonment, you're going to just need to do little stuff. You know, you're going to, odds are, if you're already that, you're probably, things are going well for you in general. But 
you're going to still just need to bring more awareness and consciousness to it. That's how we get to the love. That's how we free up the space to feel the love. Oh, feeling the love. Feeling the love coming. Oh, it feels so great. Okay? Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Mahesh, and you've been checking out Feeling Inspired.